0: a.k.a. Uncle Nephew, with my co-host.
1: This is Eli, a.k.a. Hector, the well-endowed.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, and we're back with the episode, and hopefully everybody's doing pretty good on, what, day 128th on day quarantine, I guess? hmm Everybody's starting to feel the effects and things like that. Uh, Congratulations for Texas. They're about to open up next week, so, <laughs> yeah, so we're all fucked. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. not from Texas, but... Because everybody...
1: free, freedom is essential.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Some weird shit going on. Uh, Like, the WWE is a essential business? How?
1: I, I guess, yeah.
0: I don't know. So, uh, I guess so. Just weird thing. So, yeah, but like I said, we're not here to talk about the quarantine. We're here to talk about the fun... Well, not even really the fun thing, because this isn't really like fun fun, but... To take your mind off the quarantine and let's talk about some other things on it. Like I said, the comic book industry is pretty much uh come to a complete halt right now. So we're trying to find inventive ways to keep things going for now. And we'll tell you what's coming up in a second, if you're not looking at the big ass banner we have going on. Uh first off, Eli, we do have to address a-, a passing, and I'll let you I'll let you talk about this one.
1: Uh yes. Rest in peace to Brian Dennehy.
0: Yes, Brian Dennehy uh, of was he in Black Sheep or was he in Tommy Boy? He
1: was in Tommy Boy. He was in First Blood. He was the sheriff in the first Rambo movie. Yeah. Um uh he was in Cocoon FX. Uh yeah, a bunch of bu- yeah, just a character actor throughout the 80s, 70s and 90s. Uh Never Cry Wolf. You ever you ever see that movie?
0: I've never heard of that movie.
1: Oh, that's a good movie. Where the guy goes- What was it about? He uh he the, the the guy goes he like um he's like a researcher he's researching wolves in like the Arctic, and he just Brian Denny, he's the pilot like just drops him off out in the arctic circle to uh to uh study wolves so
0: sounds yeah. pretty simple okay uh, oh yeah. did did you name first blood? Yeah, First Blood. That was the first one. I okay, you didn't name First Blood. That's the first thing I thought of. Like everybody, like of Tommy Boy fame. I'm like, well, he made bigger movies than Tommy Boy. You know, Chris Farley. Uh, uh, but yeah, he was in uh, First Blood. That's the first thing I remember him in. I'm pretty sure he was in some stuff older than that one. But he was like the the sheriff that was trying to run Rambo out of town, and then Rambo uh, went to war with the town, and he was pretty much the one guy standing in front of him, and it was you know a pretty intense role. Uh, even to the fact that the guy in part two just seemed like he was just playing a brand didn't he clone? You know, mm-hmm. so I guess. Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't from Corona, so no, everybody, he, he yeah, everybody. Next, anytime anybody passes down, they're like, "Will he die of? Yeah. It wasn't Corona;
1: he he had a hall, eighty-one. That's not bad.
0: Yeah, he he lived a life, uh, left left a lot of uh, you know, left his mark on the world before he left. But yeah, let's move on from there. Uh, let's see what else we got? Okay, we normally this is the part where we normally talk about the box office numbers, and there are zip zero, nothing to talk about. Uh, they're not even Fandango numbers because it's the same shit that came out last week. <laughs> so we just gotta just move on from there. Uh, I guess we can get into the thick of things, Eli. Uh, before we let you loose <laughs> and let you run wild, let's see what else we have on the list. Uh, you know what? Let's talk about comics. Let's talk about now, i know there's is the part where everybody usually cut off the podcast but it's too late to cut off now if you cut it on you know that's all the fuck we're gonna talk about so <laughs> so right now like i said the comics industry is in a complete free fall right now it's pretty much the, uh it's been dying since 1970 but now they're saying like this is really what's going on right now so what's going to happen with the comic industry well dc is making a stand kind of not really but kind of uh Right now, the distribution company, which is called Diamond Comics Distribution, is pretty much uh, not distributing, distribu- uh, distributing comics right now. And since they are pretty much the comics-only distribution company, no comics are getting their business right now. So DC decided to find a workaround. They found two companies, which I don't have their names in front of me right now, but they found two distribution companies outside of Diamond to distribute the comics. And I think they're going to deliver them either directly to... The retailers or even like directly to the retailer's house, you know, to get the money. <laughs> they're going to find a workaround around this shit. But here's the thing. It's not to everybody. Uh, the list I saw is only like 2000 local shops are on the list. So it's not to everybody. Uh, my local shop, uh, I talked to them, actually, are you going to get some DC commerce? They're like, no, we can't afford it. So apparently even the 2000 uh, local shops that own there had to like pay like an, an, an insane fee even to get these books, you know. And it's not even like new books. It's like a reprint of Batman 89 or some shit. You know, this just shit that came out like three months, uh, like three weeks ago. We reviewed it, Oh. You know, okay. so it's doing a third reprint of that is some other shit that I don't know about. Nothing worth paying attention to. Right now, they're just testing the waters to see how this thing can work without diamond, trying to do a workaround without diamond. Now, talk to Gomer. We, we converse about these things a couple times. He thinks it's not a big deal uh diamond has even said that it's just a temporary solution now me personally i think that was diamond pretty much throwing shade at dc uh, pretty much shitting on what they're doing right now they're just like oh yeah this just temporary they'll, they'll come back to us you know so and i think they will i mean they have no choice because like i said this workaround they're doing right now they can't go through anybody else but diamond so they're trying to do something else and testing the war see what they're going to do but it's going to fail Eventually, they have to go back to Diamond. But DC has been saying they've been trying to get away from Diamond. Not a temporary solution to get away from Diamond. They're trying to get away from Diamond. But as of right now, they can't. They're pretty much, you know, a battered wife in an abusive relationship with an asshole husband. Diamond is the asshole husband. So, (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Diamond says they're on pace for mid to late May. So until then, Eli, we have to bullshit around and find shit to do on this podcast until they get this shit together.
1: Uh, so, so still no
0: new uh, uh, digital shit. Oh no, 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 no! Digital is done. So uh, well, I think they didn't. They didn't say anything about that, like whether or not the digital books will come out of these physical books that are coming out. I doubt it. Cause like I said, it's only going to two thousand shops anyway, so it's going to be a limited amount of books to come out anyway. But like I said, the, so, I, I look at the li- list of books. It's so, not worth anything talking about.
1: So, so does Diamond that have that major of a pull? Are are they like Sosa from Scarface?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I told you not to fuck me. DC. <laughs> oh it's, a, it's just it's just alarming because you know like d uh diamond is such a situation right now they said they can't open up their uh you know their distributing companies right now and even when they do open them up because they they have back pay on these orders they owe everybody money they owe dc money They owe marvel money stuff like that so they're gonna pay them back pay them back in installment plans you know that should be done hopefully by september something like if they're the only distribution company out there and they have a monopoly on this why are they broke
1: yeah well, that's, I don't know. That, that's, a... that's that's the main question to all this whole fucking thing. Why are we bailing out all these fucking billionaire corporations?
0: You know? Oh shit, Eli! Why did you say that? Why did you say I, I, yeah. that? Now,
1: fucking a. Now yeah. now we got to go
0: there. Now we got to go there. <laughs> now we got to go there. Okay. I was trying to avoid the the CNN article shit like that, but I guess we got to talk about it because okay, so everybody's supposed to be getting their corona checks and rona checks and shit, whatever stimulus check. What do they call it? The economic impact stimulus or some shit like that something, Everybody money. Yeah, yeah. but something like that I haven't got my money I don't you know we're we, we talked about it to we, we not going to go there I know that's a sensitive subject for you so we're not going to talk about it uh, but there's another thing going out that was supposed to be called the SBA the small business assistant loan or something like that that was supposed to be assisting small businesses also and big businesses of course uh, big businesses got like 20 million some shit like that like Ruth Chris got 20 million you know a state company Meanwhile, the local businesses like the mom and pop stores that were supposed to be getting this money also, they ran out. Yeah. And like two or three weeks and things like that. So like I said, I know the small business uh part affects a lot of parts of the country, but like I said, in the spectrum of what we're talking about. We're just going to keep this comic related. I know this is a huge topic to talk about, but we're going to minimize this just to the comic book situation. Now, here's the thing. The comic book industry is not like the video game industry. Comic books don't have a GameStop. You know, like one large entity that can just put brick-and-mortar stores just everywhere, and it all goes to just one single location. It doesn't work like that in the comic industry. The comic industry, 100%, are pretty much local businesses' mom-and-pop stores. So they depend on these local, you know, this uh, bailout plan that the big corporations are giving to all these big businesses. Comic industry 100 percent depends on that. Now, yes, some uh, stores are bigger, you know, more profitable than others. But at the end of the day, even the biggest comic book stores right now are still brick and mortar mom and pop shops. Yeah. And they need the small business loans. So this could impact the the local comic book industry more than anything. Because you have stores shut down that gotta pay rent that ha you know, that have to uh do back pay. They can't get new product in because uh diamond is shut down. Now they can't even get a bailout from the from the uh from the government. That's yeah. that's pretty devastating.
1: Yeah, it sucks. I I I'm like, yeah. Like I said, I've been pissed off all week and just the shit going on and yeah yeah you know, just really because there's always something
0: new it's yeah. always a new we i want to get back to you know when we talked about who's your favorite superhero who will win in a fight with goku versus superman that's the shit i want to get back to i don't want to post cnn articles and talk about that i don't want to know the meaning of the word furlough
1: and <laughs> ain't even you know, cnn it's like fucking npr like you know npr and you know rooters and like you know, non-biased news sources. Right, that's the shit
0: we're we're talking about now, you know, (laughs) because that's how big this shit is right now. Like I said, I'm trying to keep this confined into a a specific realm because, like I said, this issue is affecting everybody. My pockets, Eli's pockets, your pockets, the listeners, it's affecting everybody. So, and we don't even know where this shit is going to end. We don't even see an end to it right now. People are projecting, people are saying... "Ah, Hey, look, we said we wanted to talk about this shit.
1: Yeah, fuck
0: it. And we kind of got off on a tangent, but let's get back on here and have fun. Woo!
2: This yeah,
0: is the fun podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, until we actually talk about the actual story. <laughs> uh, Eli, what else we got on the list? Uh, Before we get to the video game section. Want talk
1: about Netflix? Yeah, I guess,
0: yeah, okay. Let's talk about that, because like I said, this this thing is affecting everybody from the top down. From right. us... Who not making any money off this shit? To Disney, who's making all the money like that, like they're the reason we even run a podcast, you know. <laughs> and apparently, uh, last week, two weeks ago, something like that, Netflix became more profitable than Disney. Now, if you don't think that has anything to do, that has nothing to do with the coronavirus, I got oceanfront property in Idaho to sell you because that is definitely affected by the coronavirus. Because mainly, because Disney is a movie company it has no movies out yeah meanwhile everybody is at home streaming quarantine just absorbing new product uh just everything they can get every time you turn around netflix is dropping a new tv show that social media just goes crazy over you know so apparently their numbers have shot up over the quarantine they're just you know just eating eating like like a fat hog in, in in slop you know so Yeah. Tiger King is beating Lion King, (laughs) uh, especially since I stole it. I'm not proud of that. But but the thing is, uh, not only is it hurting their movie industry part of it, because, you know, they had put all this money in Disney Plus also. So they put all this money in Disney Plus, but they have no new product and they were working on new product to get out there. But they can't because the coronavirus shut down all, um, you know, production. Yeah. So, that just stuck with the exact same product they had when they first launched. So, it's like, okay, yeah, how many times can you fucking watch DuckTales? Well, I'm you know? watching Clone Wars,
1: which is fucking
0: awesome, but yeah, go ahead. Well, I'm watching Clone Wars, and you have a new podcast out now. <laughs> what episode are you on now?
1: On the Clone Wars, what, nine? I'm yeah. Thinking, yeah, it's episode nine.
0: Uh, okay. But no, it's I'm the last the season, podcast. But it, you got the podcast going right now. You got it's, Clone Wars.
1: Yeah, it's just uh, the Clone Wars escape pod. I'm just It's just me talking about the new episodes of the Clone Wars every week. But this is the last season, though. You know. So right. We, we so only I'm got not like three more episodes. His- yeah, there's only three more episodes left. So <laughs> then there's no new yeah, Star Wars shit until, uh, what, Mando 2, which is not even in production when, right now. Whenever
0: that comes out.
1: Yeah, that's like on hold right now because of the fucking quarantine. So, Right. Yeah, I mean, what's Disney doing? Were they putting that Artemis? Uh, what what's that Artemis Fowl or whatever is that coming out? That was supposed to come out in theaters, but they're, they're yeah, they that they're throwing
0: just Stick that on Disney Plus. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, yeah. you know, so that's what. So you know, but like Mulan and all that shit, there that's on hold for like what another year. So
0: yeah, even though the it's done, they just can't do anything with the movie. You yeah. know. So yeah, so Eli, you got uh Clone Wars podcast. You got plus the other podcasts.
1: Oh, and then me, me, Olgar, Eric. Shout out to Eric and uh, and Logos, his wife. We're doing that The Riddle of Steel podcast, which is all about Conan the Barbarian, and we got our first uh, episode up the other day. So check that out if you're into if you're into Conan, check it out.
0: So. Eli looked at the numbers. Yeah, doing pretty good.
1: Oh yeah, well hell, damn.
0: There you yeah. Go. I, I was looking cause like I was looking at our pro- here's the thing what I've noticed is that when we started doing these old review podcasts our numbers have shot up but your Conan podcast like like right there
1: oh okay you know? well cool yeah I was just the other day so not know? bad
0: <laughs> yeah so I mean are, are you becoming the new Boogie Bentley I mean are you trying I, to be the hardest working man in, in our I, I'm
1: just along for the ride on that podcast you know <laughs> <laughs> you know that was Eric's idea so I was like, "Yeah, I'll talk about Conan with you." So, <laughs> you know,
0: and the Clone I'm Wars. I'm saying, look out, boogie! Elas coming for you. Yeah,
1: and the Clone Wars is going to be done in like you know uh, next month. You know, there's only four more episodes left. So
0: that was just somewhere doing that- this quarantine. You, you'll find something you, else. Yeah. You'll have a cooking show or something. Yeah. You know.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Shit. Sure. You know. Gonna plug myself. Go okay, Like I said, you got this. Much shit going on. I decided to maybe I'm gonna see how this works, Eli. I'm gonna go ahead and start streaming on the outright Geekery Facebook channel. I'll see.
1: Oh that thing that
0: uh I did last week I had
1: that uh what's it called the streaming? I had technical
0: difficulties last time. <laughs> yeah. But I'm gonna try it again, see how it goes, you know. Unless uh, and just shuts me down.
1: So you got you're, so, you're you're on PC gaming, right?
0: I'm on PC, yeah.
1: Okay. So I say, I'll, I'll I'll I was gonna say I'll play Tekken or something with you, but I, I got a PS5 for.
0: So. No, I can work. I can work that out. Oh, really? You know, I, have, I have PS Now. Oh no shit. Okay. Yeah, Tekken Seven is on PS Now, so I can play you at Tekken Seven on PC on the stream if we want to. I don't know how it would look with us just fucking around, just playing Tekken, you know, on Gomer's site, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys get back to fucking work. You know? <laughs> uh yeah but that's that's the thing we're doing now so we're trying to branch out as much as possible i was like i want to join in i want to help y'all out but i don't want to do another fucking podcast we got like 50 million podcasts already more popping up you know so i want to switch up do something else He, he was either do a video game uh stream or a comedy sketch show i'm like nah let's do video game stream let's do that so um shit what else we got oh no that's from last week all right, Eli, do you want to get into it before we get to the other stuff? Uh, well, no, 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 no. Before I, we get there, we got one more thing before we get into okay. it. <laughs> the lightning move. The lightning move. Today, technically, is Superman's birthday. It's really yesterday because we're recording today. No, we're recording today. So it's Superman's birthday yesterday. It's 1 o'clock in the morning, so... Okay. Bear with me. Okay, so Superman's birthday was yesterday, and on, you know everybody was on DC uh, web page saying Happy Birthday Superman. But this was the funny part of it. Every well, almost every single Lex Luthor actor went on that same tweet, uh, same reply in the tweet, and pretty much was saying Fuck Superman. I thought it was pretty funny. Like you know, uh, John Cryer popped up, you know, from from the CW. Clancy Brown popped up. Michael Rosenbaum, yeah, Superman. He's kind of a dick. Nah, fuck him. You know, <laughs> I just thought it was kind of funny. You know. Yeah. I was waiting to see if Kevin Spacey would pop up, but nah, he he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Now, this is let you move. Now I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let you loose. I'm gonna. I'm gonna step back because I know there's a powder keg here.
1: <sighs> All right. Well, yeah. Okay. So this isn't really comic comic book really. Well, you know what? I will. Fuck it. I'll relate it to comic books somehow.
0: I don't see how but okay
1: but you know okay yeah no okay land of lakes butter uh they had they are finally removing the indian maiden off of their logo um, okay and this is pissing off a whole shit ton of white folks for some reason
0: <laughs> why is it pissing <laughs> off white people
1: because they're because it, it's their heritage <laughs> Having this, like, they should
0: be the last one to get, you know, upset about this.
1: Yes, having this Indian, you know, princess on their butter is just, you know, you know, erasing their historic culture.
0: (laughs) I mean, but it's not their best look back in history, so you would think they would kind of like want to undermine if they could.
1: So, but yeah, go go on, go on any of the articles, read the comments, you'll 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 see. It's just, you know. Uh, yeah.
0: more more s j w shit,
1: yeah, oh, they're sensitive, oh, get over it, uh, oh, you know, you know, you know all these you know racist assholes telling us natives how to feel about shit again, um so but yeah it's it's a stereotype, you know it you know it shows this subservient, you know, submissive you know Indian princess on her fucking knees, serving butter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and they've been like that for for years. I remember the Land of the Lakes, you know, yes. butter thing.
1: Um, it was it's been on the it's been on the packaging since the 30s. Um, they got themselves an Indian mascot artist to draw a design at one point to you know for an excuse. You know, when they say, "Hey, I'm not racist. I got a black friend." You know. Oh them, yeah,
0: he can do okay. He <laughs> you know, the That's
1: what yeah. they do. Like, hey, well, we got this, you know, this native artist to draw this picture for us so see we're not racist
0: you know, i got a black pickup truck yeah <laughs> I, I got
1: a colored tv I ain't racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm not racist i let I'll, I'll let a mexican you know fix my roof
0: <laughs> i jack off the ebony porn <laughs> yeah yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, so so yeah this uh this is like there's a huge epidemic of missing and murdered indigenous women Going on in Native Country for decades,
0: yes. which that was the plot of Wind River, awesome movie that you put me on.
1: Yes, this has been going. This is like a huge epidemic that hardly anybody's aware about. You know, Native women are going missing. They're going, you know, they're being murdered, like in record numbers. You know, and hardly anything's being done about it. And so it's images like this where you see a Native woman. This, it's like she's subservient and obedient. That sort of perpetuates, perpetuates the stereotype that Native women are slaves, in a way. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: And I'm trying to, like, to hold back you.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like I said, I was going to let you loose. I was going to step back.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's stereotypes like these that are detrimental to Native identity, you know? Um, and, like, I, you know, it's hard as a native, as myself, being a native growing up, there's, it's shit like this that makes me hate Warpath and Torok and Spirit from G.I. Joe. When I, when, growing up, seeing these stereotypes, you know, that's how I saw myself, what my people, you know, were clowns, were these car- cartoon characters. It's you know detrimental to how you know your identity, to my identity, like how I viewed myself. You know, I didn't want to be Indian
0: because these- and and also it could be dangerous depending on how other people perceive you.
1: Yeah, I mean, all you know, all these sports teams, you know, those same whoop whoops and tomahawk chops that all these you know the the hooping and hollering that all these sports fans do to 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 cheer on their teams. That's the same shit kids used to do to me and. All of us Indian kids, you know, when we were kids, you know what I'm saying? So, right. you know, seeing this shit, seeing these stereotypes, it's just, it, like, it didn't, you know, it it almost made me resent my Native identity. Like, I didn't want to be Native because of that. and Especially, you know, and then when you look at Warpath and Turok, I'm like, I don't want to root for a fucking Native superhero if he looks like he's one of the village people, you know? Right.
0: <laughs> and then on the flip side of it, you don't have any positive, you know... Uh, images, you know, on TV or comics or video games, or anything like that, you know, yeah, to, to kind of offset it.
1: Yeah, and it's like it's it's always an it's always their version of how we are supposed to be their image, you know. That's what it is. It's the non-native image of how they they want us to be, you know. And that's they're all cool with that until, like I said, go on the comment section whenever a native says some shit that they that makes them uncomfortable then they get all fucking oh my god what's your problem get over it you know don't tell us to get over it you know <laughs> quit t- <laughs> right <laughs> you know mm-hmm. until until there's a native american family sitcom on prime time american television
0: which you need it shut y'all, the y'all fuck need a Cosby show
1: yeah shut the fuck up don't give me this Just shit about it's not a fucking big deal <laughs> you know it, it yeah right. we we don't even have our own yeah there's no natives on tv like ever you know, unless they're got a feather in their hair, and it's and we're in, in the 1800s. It's like we're relics of the past, and you know, it's tiring. It, it's tiring, and and uh yeah, it's the same old shit. And so this might not seem like a big deal to non-natives, you know. And I'm not just saying it's white people, you know. I'm not saying it's right. just white. People. Fuck Kevin Hart too. Yeah, fuck you, Kevin Hart. You fucking. Wait, what did Kevin Hart <laughs> do? Oh, don't, don't don't let me get started on that.
0: I'm not gonna go. go, go keep 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 on. Yeah, with, yeah. Not, yeah,
1: that ignorant fucking midget. Fuck him. But
0: we'll, we'll put a pin in it. Yeah,
1: you know, but you know, they might not think it's a big deal, but it is. You know, it's how natives have viewed themselves for like hundreds of years. We're these clowns? We're these subservient? Uh, you know uh, slaves, you know, we're just nice comforting images to, you know, just to shove in our face to, Hey, remember we conquered your ass. That's basically what it is. So, uh, yeah, so it's, it's a step in the right direction, you know, you know, taking this, uh, stereotypical native princess off their stupid butter, you know it's yeah. it, it's it's a step in the right direction and
0: you did know, they ever I'm, say why they did it well i mean why are they why are they changing it
1: oh they they basically said finally admitted yeah it's kind of insensitive and when they realized like the epidemic of like i said the murdered and missing indian women uh they was like okay yeah we can kind of see that you know uh so okay.
0: yeah so so at least they acknowledged that so that's a good thing
1: yeah yeah so but yeah uh But yeah, like I said, like it's pissed off a lot of, it's the same old shit. Whenever natives aren't saying anything that, you know, that they want us to say, (laughs) when we're not, when we're not the mystical, you know, mystical feather, leather, you know, spouting off, you know, good fucking mystical wisdom, (coughs) then we're on, you know, then they don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So.
0: And so, no, so, nah, I, I completely get it. I completely don't get it because, like I said, these these negative stereotypes and these images out there, even though they're on, you know, imaginary characters, it can have an effect on real-life characters. I never met a Native American person before, and all I see is Warpath and Land of Lakes but and stuff like that. That influenced my opinion on what, you know, a real Native, oh, he must act like that, or she must act like that, you know. So it's 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 something we need to be concerned about, especially since... uh. We're in the SJW world now where everybody's woke now and everybody's trying to, you know, cater to us. Some people say panda. Some people say cater. So this is going to stick a black person in there, stick a Native American person in there, stick an Asian person in there. But if it's a negative stereotype, you're not helping us. Yeah. You're hurting us. Yeah, That's and the thing. Yeah. So, you know, like uh, your boy Slipknot, you know, yeah. <laughs> Slipknot is in, in, in Suicide Squad. I, I'm, I'm going to go there. I'm, I'm defending you on this. Suicide, like Slipknot is in the comics. He is a white guy in the comics. So, when they made him in the movie, they're going to race change him to be Native American, you know, to be woke, you know, to, ch- to, to check, check a the boxes, to box be yep, diverse, yep. you know. But they gave him no character. He didn't even get a, a, a title card. Yeah. You know, Will Smith got two. Yeah. You know, so you knew he was going to die. Oh, yeah. They went out of their way to make him the worst person in the movie. Now, like, why are you going to go out of your way to race change him and diversify him, and then celebrate and then? Promoted as that oh we have a native american representation in there you're gonna support it like that but then you just kill him off like why's not even a white guy if you're gonna do that yeah like don't don't half-ass and then expect a pat on the back for that
1: yeah because that was
0: big so. news in indian country for like two right. years Where
1: there was articles written at a beach is in a superhero movie oh and i'm like yeah he's gonna die right away you know, they right, couldn't you even can see it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They couldn't even give him like, like Billy the Indian from Predator. You know what I'm saying? Like give him like, he right. could go out like a G, like a tough guy. No, he was like a stupid moron who gets his head blown off like five right. minutes after they introduce him. He's like an idiot. He's a total fucking idiot. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> He's not cool at all. He's not a cool character. You know?
0: <laughs> he's not even a character he was just dead just just cannon fodder he was just dead yeah. just get killed he was yeah. a stormtrooper yeah. or whatever
1: o- operation get behind the darky yeah
0: <laughs> so yeah pretty much you
1: know <laughs>
0: oh man. Can, can we move on past this now i know we had to bring the podcast down since so yeah. talking talk about some fun stuff now
1: yeah i try to i try okay. to i try not to get too radical on, on
0: that so yeah i, I was expecting more like of a you know your wrath you know but i
1: uh, know i i i'm tired
0: <laughs> you stayed in the pocket. You stayed in the pocket. It's, it's fine. It's fine. You know. <laughs>
1: you know, I don't want like, uh, yeah. to like scare everybody and then, oh my God, Eli's racist. Oh. Then they then they cry victim and shit. You know how they do? <laughs> Speaking of racist,
0: <laughs> Boogie Bentley. <laughs> Not saying Boogie Bentley is racist. <laughs> I always fuck with a shit like that. Uh, tonight, Comic Cast had a special guest on there. We got to talk about these. They had Kelly Thompson on there. Yeah, I, I was listening. Yeah, I was listening oh I was too busy reading comics but anyway that's an awesome look right there they had Kelly Thompson on there because they've always been criticized of being comic skaters so how can you be a comic and be with comic skate if you have Kelly Thompson on there like the head SJW like she's like kryptonite to comic skaters You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so did she know yeah, so, uh, did she
1: know the thing <laughs>
0: I don't know if she knows that or not. I don't. Maybe she didn't know. It's just like if I walk into like a a, a NASCAR rally or some shit, you know, <laughs> and the music stops and looks at me, she's like, and maybe she walked in there like, did I know i was supposed to be here, or something like that, you know. Yeah. So, but I'm pretty sure I didn't get chances. I'm gonna go back and listen to it later. Oh, I'm pretty sure the interview went awesome. Like I said, they yeah, those good. guys. They're,
1: that was a, it. Was a really good episode. She seemed really cool, and they were just kind of geeking out on books and shit. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was but, a good episode. boogies
0: on his shit. So. I, so he was able to, you know, get a really good interview out of. Him, so I'm not really worried about that. Uh, yeah. So all I can say is, yeah, fuck you, Dan Slot. <laughs> so I said it. <laughs> so if he's listening to this podcast, which I know he don't, put us on the blacklist too. We stand with our brothers over at Comic Cast. <laughs> They're yep. not comic Cast because they have the 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 head SJW in comics right now, Kelly Thompson. So yeah, she she she's with us. Oh, uh, now let's talk about some punch shit. Before we get to the fucked up shit. <laughs> now, in the video game section, Eli, did you get your free game? No. Was I supposed to? Yes, you're supposed to. No. Nice. Okay, so, uh, Sony is giving away two free games for the month of April. You know, just to you know, celebrate quarantine, everybody's at home. Uh, they're giving away the Uncharted Collection, which is Uncharted 1, 1 2, 3. Oh, that's what that which is. Which is the remastered version.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, okay. free game. You don't need PlayStation Plus. You don't need a subscription. You just go on, click the button, get it, boom, you're done. That's it. That and also Journey. I thought Journey sucked ass, but it's free. Eh, whatever. Get it. You know. Uh, you'd be surprised how many people haven't played Uncharted. I've never played Uncharted. What the fuck, man? What do y'all do with y'all PlayStation? Is it just a brick that you just hold up the TV? I, just,
1: I never played Uncharted, like,
0: man. How, how do people have a PlayStation? Not a PlayStation? I'm not saying that you have to play Uncharted. I'm not saying Uncharted is a game you know handed down from God you know to Sony for you to play. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, but it's like the most hyped. It's like playing it's like playing a Nintendo game and never play Mario. <laughs> that, that's what I think, you know. Uh, Uncharted because they promoted so much. They gave me Uncharted when I when I got my PlayStation. So I played it. Fun game. I played all of them. Is
1: it like a map? Raider. I'm just,
0: I, that's exactly what it is. But still, <laughs> it's still a you know a fucking in the place. So I was posting this link on people. And people were like, oh cool, I done played Uncharted. I'm like, what the hell are y'all doing? You know? Like it's just like you wait for your PlayStation. You're not doing anything with it. So yes, please, if you have a PlayStation, please download Uncharted. I'm not saying play it. I'm not even saying you're gonna like it. Just download it. <laughs> I think you got to, like, the middle of May or some shit like that, or the first week of May or something like that, then you're going to stop the uh uh down free download. But until then, just just get the game. Just get it. Should I stream it, Eli? Go ahead, man. I'm going to do it. There you go. Gomer may shut me down. All 12
1: hours or however long it takes.
0: No, 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 no. I'm not doing it. I'm doing an hour block, and that is it. I'm going to sleep after that shit. So that is the time I'm sitting uh, was it gonna be yeah, a, that's, what's uh, that gonna
1: be? The tutorial? <laughs> like,
0: shit, pretty is... much. Yeah. <laughs> Press X to block. <laughs> no, and then it's just gonna be a 30 minute cutscene that's gonna be I'm just gonna put the controller down.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how that fucking Jedi fallen order was.
0: Like <laughs> It's pretty much like that. So yeah, that's that's what the fuck's gonna happen. So it'll be some fun shit. We'll see how it goes. Can 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 we jump in? You know what? I'm going to do Jedi Fallen Okay, so May the 4th is coming, right?
1: There you go, man.
0: There you go. I'm, I'm going to do Jedi Fallen Order. I played like an hour of the game, fell asleep on it, never touched it again. Stream that tutorial, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I will do it again for whatever reason. Or I may do a fun game like, you know, Battlefront 2. or some shit.
1: Yeah, that probably a bit more. Uh... Yeah, but you can do like custom arcade. You can do all kinds of shit.
0: When we get closer to the Eli, I'm gonna I'm gonna consult with you. Yeah. Because you seem to be you seem to be more knowledgeable in the Star Wars video games than I am. Yeah. So did I fall you in
1: what? order. You're just it's just to be you like climbing up vines and you know jumping off or of cliffs and shit. You know?
0: Sounds <laughs> exciting. That's all, I, that's all. that game
1: was. I did, you know, yeah. So I'm you probably know, the three not. Three hours, do that. four hours. I played of that game. That's all I was doing.
0: <laughs> okay. So I probably won't do that. But or I may. I don't know. we we'll, we'll see when we get closer to it. Uh, now, can we jump into the, the book of the week? Let's do it. OK, so let me set this up for you guys. This is uh, we're doing another X-Men book. Now, I will tell you this. After we're done with this, we are not doing X-Men classic books anymore. We're done with this shit. We're moving on. But this is a book I wanted to talk about. This is the uh, first one because uh, some people are saying this is the best, best X-Men book of all time. The book nobody ever heard of, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, the book is called God Loves, Man Kills. It is a graphic novel. It is a graphic novel that predates Watchmen by three years. And I think uh, Dark Knight Returns by maybe four, By three you know, years, so it's yeah. a it was ahead of its time. Yeah. You know, uh, so I guess we're going to jump in and just talk about like what this So I'm just going to I'm just going to narrate. I'm just going to narrate. Let me get my notes. I took notes. Oh, OK. Well, no. Yeah. Not a whole lot, just real points. So starting off with the book, the book opens up with two black kids running in an elementary school at nighttime, uh being hunted down, you know, by some by some terrorists. They call themselves the purifiers. Uh they hunt these black kids down, they pull guns on them, and one of the black kids happens to like eyes start glowing electricity and shit like that, but before the kid can do anything, they shoot him in the face. Two black kids dead. One eleven, one nine, dead, that's it. Uh, and apparently since the eyes were glowing shit like that, not only were they black kids, they're also mutant black kids. So they decide to string them up in the the playground in the swing set, and they string them up and on the swing set that they wrap them up in, they write Muty on there. Now if you're not familiar with the X Men, they I don't think they ever said this on the cartoon. Muty is basically like a derogatory term for mutants, which the humans call them in the comic books, you know. So they leave them there so hopefully there's somebody can find them in the morning and you know, get all Depressed when they see them, but before they can find them, Magneto finds them. Magneto uses his magnetic powers. He sees the mutie sign, rips the mutie sign off. He like, uh, as long as I'm alive, I will never see mutant uh blood spilled again. I will make sure of that. So that's where the book ends. So next we go from there. We go to present time, and we go to this televangelist named William Stryker. If that name now Eli? Does that name sound familiar to you? Oh yeah. OK, so for everybody thinking that that name sounds familiar, William Stryker is the bad guy of X-Men 2. But they changed him up in this one. Like X-Men 2 is very, 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 very loosely adapted from this story. Uh, In, in X-Men 2, X-United, whatever you want to call it, William Stryker was a, a military scientist and shit like that. In this book, he is a preacher. Big difference. Other than that, he's more or less the same guy, but this one he's really fanatical. He's a preacher. He's a reverend. And i think thinking because it's a Hollywood movie, they don't really want to go there with that. So we go to uh we go to William Stryker and he's reading a Bible verse. Now, Eli, doing this doing this uh review, I'm gonna read out the Bible verses. This Bible verse comes from Deuteronomy 172, which you called.
1: I said so, did that what I said, I thought. I said chapter three. You said three.
0: Deut- Deuteronomy. I uh, said
1: Deuteronomy and I was just fucking around.
0: You said it, but it was from Deuteronomy. It was Deuteronomy. I think you said like 16, five, something like that. This is Deuteronomy 17, two. So the Bible verse goes, oh, let's see if I remember this. The path they, of the righteous, man. <laughs> no, and there's a, know my name the Lord. <laughs> You know, if there be found among you man or woman that hath wrought wickedness in the sight of the Lord in transgressing his covenant and hath gone spread other gods and worshipped them, either the sun or moon or any host of heaven which I have commanded, and it told being thou, Behold is true, and shalt thou forth that man and woman which have committed that wicked thing, shall set stones to them stone. Yeah, shall set stone to them stones till they die. So what does that mean? Let's break down that Bible verse. Let's break down Deuteronomy 17.2. Let's take you to Sunday school. This this ain't Sunday, but it's Monday. Whatever. Let's go from there. So basically they're saying, if you worship any other God other than God, you kill them. That's in the Bible. There is a lot of verses in the Bible about if you do such and such, 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 kill them. <laughs> Not going to go where, where they all go, but that's point. Uh, by stoning why them,
1: then. by getting
0: stoned by stone and so not just regular weed, not weed stone but like rocks <laughs> rock stone and they mean like big ass stones <laughs> you know bludgeoning you to death you know that's what they mean so basically and that's his sermon for next sunday <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he's a real swell guy uh he gets a uh, while he's writing his sermon. He gets a call in the room from his secretary, Beth, and he has some information about the X Men. He's sitting there, has all this information about him. He's got about Cyclops. He blasts walls, shit like that. He gets one by Storm. Storm really pisses him off because Storm uh, pretends like she's a pagan god you know, that she, she'd worship, you know, Wolverine, Canadian Assassin, uh, Colossus, Big D, Strong Dude, Ariel, Kitty Pryde, she has like 1,500 names, no one ever cares about, Nightcrawler, who looks like a demon, that's me worried about him also, and she basically saying like, uh, do we have to worry about the X-Men? Like, not for long, you know, so cut to that, now we cut to, uh, are we in Harlem? No, we're not in Harlem, I think we're in Harlem, anyway. Uh Kitty Pride is in a fist fight with some redhead dude. Oh, they're in
1: Connecticut. In,
0: yeah. Yeah. So she's at a dance studio. She's at a dance studio with uh, her dance instructor, Stevie Hunter. Stevie Hunter is a uh is a 80s X-Men recurring character. She's just there. You know, she just hangs out with him. Just best friends like that. Gets to a fist fight with this guy that dude like punches in the face and shit. Like, what, what the fuck happening on here? So Ileana pulls her off. Ileana, we we just talked about Iliana last week. That is red. uh you know, Colossus' sister, magic. magic, Ileana Rasputin. And, uh, oh shit. So Ileana pulls off, uh, Kitty from the dude, and she was like, uh, you know, say it again, say what you just said again. And then Stevie comes out now, keep in mind, Stevie's black. You know, she's a black woman. Uh, Kitty Pry is like, we say what you said again. All I said is that, uh, William Stryker is is gonna kill all you muties from you know wipe you off the face of the earth and you just mad because you're a fucking mutie lover you know and then you know kitty's ready to punch you again but then that's when colossus steps up he like oh you know what you made your point you might want to leave to so like you better be lucky king kong is standing in front of you otherwise i'd fuck you up i'm like that's a that's a girl dude <laughs> Like, this dude is like a real piece of work, you know. But anyway, he leaves. And, you know, Stevie is just like, Kitty, calm down. Yeah, he says some fucked up shit to you. It's just words, you know. And Kitty's just like, oh, well, what if he called you the N-word, you know. Now, keep in mind, Eli, I want to go somewhere with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've read several versions of this book before. Some versions, they bleep it out. Not this one. Not this one. They go there. That's what yeah. I was wondering when I bought this version on whether they are going to bleep it out. Because I think on comics unlimited, I mean, on Marvel unlimited, I think they bleep it out. But on this one they said it, keep in mind, back in the 80s, they didn't give a fuck. This is uh this does not have a comics code on there, so they go a little bit further with these X-Men books, With well, this X-Men book than it would on like the regular X-Men book, you know. And so Stevie gets mad, you know, she balls up a fist, starts crying, like that. She was like, okay, so words do hurt. Yeah. You, know, they uh, they she, like, you know, they
1: like they like landed the hard, hard R and everything
0: on it. Oh, yeah, she put an ER on there. Yeah, like no. I said, it's <laughs> I'm like, damn, kitty. Like, I'm, I'm I you used know, to like kitty.
1: The same, yeah, this is, you know, this ain't the country grammar, no, <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> so, yeah, kitty just like if, if kitty did that now, she get canceled. You know? Yeah. Like, wrong, wrong tweet. Uh Uh-uh, cancel Kitty. You know what? You know what, Eli? Because of this podcast, if if we were, like, huge and we did this shit, like, this shit would go viral right now. you see see, like, a uh, hashtag cancel Kitty Pride, you know? Yeah, yeah, no She used the N-word in 1982. Cancel. Oh, matter of fact, I'm I'm going on a tangent. Richard Dawson. (laughs) You heard this? You know they're trying to cancel Richard Dawson from Family Feud? Why? Because he kisses because he kissed people because he kissed women on the mouth oh. back in the 70s. Back when the That 70s. was just a thing. Is he still alive? No, he's been dead <laughs> like 20 years, <laughs> but they want to cancel him because of that. <laughs> of course. Now, personally, dead. honestly, nowadays, I'm thinking like maybe you shouldn't kiss another man's wife on the lips because you don't know where his wife's lips have been. In front of them, too. Like, In like front, front of them, yeah. So technically, is like you're kissing her husband. you know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, where are we at now? Okay, so Kitty Pryde comes back home. She's fucking pissed. She got a black eye. Wolverine looking at her. Who put their black eye on you? I oh, don't worry about Logan. Did you win? No. Why? You know. So Logan's giving a hard time because that's what Logan does. You know, Wolverine's pissed. Uh, They get pissed. They uh want to go to the danger room and train. But before they do that, Professor X is on abc news uh i guess it's dateline or whatever like that so he's on abc news and he's having a debate with reverend william striker he's having a debate with each other basically like the uh about mutants versus humans you know so um Basically, William Stryker just going in on his business thinking like, look, y'all keep saying about these mutants. Mutants are not even human. We got these weird looking ass monsters, stuff like that. They want to have human rights. They don't need to have human rights. And Wolverine just thinking like, OK, if they ever get to the point where they declare mutants, not humans, then that means they can take away human rights. That means they can do whatever the fuck they want to us legally yeah. in the middle of the street. So we need to uh, do something about that. Um you know, Professor X is, you know, arguing back and forth with him, but the thing is, William Stryker is a reverend. He's a preacher. He's a public speaker. So he has the so he's better at debating. He has the crowd eating out of his hand because he has charisma. You know. Yeah. Uh, he has stage presence. So he's able to sway the crowd to his side more than Professor X is. And they say Professor X just looked, you know, weird you know so no so he doesn't look like you know presentable on tv but this guy because he's the preacher you know he's able to swear to crowd. so he's getting people to him you know yeah fuck these muties you know that's what they're like you know in the name of the lord you know um so why they do that they hop in uh in a rolls royce uh they leave ABC, abc studios they go to the central park and when they go to the Central park they get hit by a bazooka and apparently they get attacked by the purifiers uh cyclops looking around trying to see where the purifiers are and he gets sniped all of them get sniped uh after the other x-men come out of the uh danger room nightcrawler gets a phone call and he hears that you know professor x cyclops and storm who are all in the car are dead they're like oh shit you know they got blown up in the in the car with the Rolls Royce. so the next morning they go there you know to, to find out exactly what's going mm-hmm. on now, they find three bodies in the wreckage of the Rolls Royce, but Wolverine, you know, with this super smell shit like that, he like, that's not them. Like, what do you mean it's not them? Nah, I know this scent. That's not them. Somebody took them and planted some of the bodies over here. Like, and class, like, Wolverine, how do you know that? Uh, It's me. Before I was an X-Man, I was a Canadian assassin, and I've done this shit before, so I know what this looks like when it happens. You know, so like, oh, yeah, good point. So, while they're doing that, uh, they get attacked by the purifiers. Now, so the purifiers... Uh, like fight them and shit like that. The Wolverine, uh, the X Men, Abba actually the beat. No, the X Men actually get fucked up by them, and they get rescued by Magneto. He uh, like takes uh, profurifiers, wraps the like metal arms and guns around him and shit like that. And so they're like, okay, Magneto, he is our worst enemy, but we ain't got time for this shit. Let's go back to the to the mansion. Wolverine starts interrogating them, but he kind of sucks at in interrogating them. Magneto steps in and just starts fucking them all up and shit like that, and they tell Magneto everything. William Striker is the bad guy. William Striker is funding the Purifiers. The Purifiers have a specific target to go after Professor X. He's not dead, but they don't know what his target is about right now. They know all this shit. So Nightcrawler is just like, "Wait, so we're just gonna let Magneto just do this shit? If we let Magneto do this shit, don't us make us better than you know, Magneto?" We're like, "So who cares, you know?" So. Whether they're doing that, let's cut back to actually what happened to Professor X. So Professor X, Storm and Magneto are being brainwashed. No, just Professor X. Professor X being brainwashed by the, uh, the purifier under the orders of William Stryker, just like in the movie. You know, he's getting brainwashed by them. And apparently when they, he has a psychic rapport with Storm and Cyclops, whenever they torture Storm and Cyclops, it affects Professor X. So in his mind... He's thinking because they're brainwashing him and doing all this crazy shit to him. He's thinking the X-Men are attacking him. So they're putting all these drugs in him to make him think that mutants are the bad guys. Mutants are evil and shit like that, you know. Um, and eventually they break, you know, they break uh, Professor X. You know, They break his mind. And I'm trying to go to the verse. I got another verse for you, Eli. Hold on. My shit won't pull up. Okay, so the next verse is actually, and you're going to dig this, John 3.16.
1: Ooh, New Testament.
0: Yeah, Uh, from Stone Cold Steve Austin. (laughs) (laughs) What was this shit? Thou thou shalt not fuck with Stone Cold or something?
1: Uh, uh something Austin 316 or whatever says, I just kicked your ass or some shit. Or that's
0: what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, John 316, this verse is, where is, where is, where is it? Where is, where is it? Yeah, I skipped over a bunch of shit, but that's okay. We'll come back to it. Uh, yeah. Okay. So verily, verily, I say unto man, except I say unto thee, except the man born again, cannot see the kingdom of God. Uh, God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believe in him is condemned, but he that not believe is, is condemned already. So then he asked uh, Professor X, do you believe in the word? Do you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And Professor X is like, yes. Do you believe that I uh, am the word of, of, of God? He's like, yes, I do. Then accept me, Professor X. Hold on. One more thing. Chromastone. Uh oh. Yeah. See, if I actually had a Bible instead of a Bible app, I wouldn't have these problems. <laughs> 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 but anyway, uh, so he perse- so, so since you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, kill these X Men. Oh, wait, wait, what? You know. So that goes to the the last uh, Bible verse I'm going to do, which is Matthew. 1034. Now, that is <laughs> Matthew 1034 is, I think because uh, he looks at him, he was like kill them. I can't kill them. You know, Storm and, and Cyclops, those are my children. And then it's with him with Matthew 1034. I think not uh, think not. I am come to send peace on Earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I am come to set a man of variance against his father. He that loveth son or daughter daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Are you worthy, Professor Xavier? So that's a pretty deep verse, Eli. Let's break down what that says. So basically, Jesus said this. Because if you read the New Testament, if you read the New Kings, Kings James Version, for those that don't know this, anything Jesus says in there is written in red text. So so jesus is saying that if you uh value your son or daughter more than god you're not worthy of god so he's saying put god above your kids and stuff you know kids whatever i
1: guess so i don't know says the son of god
0: anyway (laughs) son of god yeah anyway professor kills him uh or so or so we think We'll, we'll find out later on about that but before we get to that who is William Stryker? What is William Stryker's whole deal? It's like that. He actually, you know, why he's doing all this thing, he goes through his old bad guy monologue plans, things like that. So William Stryker used to be a sergeant major in the uh, – he used to be a U.S. Uh, Army Ranger, some shit like that, back in, back in the war or some shit, 30 years ago from what we are now. So I guess that's the Vietnam War or whatever war was going on at the time. I think Korea. Korea. He got when his tour ended, he had a pregnant wife. So since his wife was pregnant, he decided to go see her family in Arizona. On the way there to Arizona in Nevada, they got to, in a car crash. Now, when they got to the car crash, she was giving birth. You know, she was giving birth to the uh, she went into labor right there on the side of the highway. He delivered his own son turns out his son was a, a mutant and, it, and i guess he was like a fucked up looking mutant like like a monster looking mutant shit like that so he just thought he was like a weird abomination uh he killed him took a knife stabbed his own son which reminds me of like and i think we talked about this on another episode eli uh about how he reminded me of abraham when god oh, yeah, told him yeah. to kill his own son that's yeah. what he reminded me of chris claremont actually they asked him chris claremont and anybody but he like oh it just it just happened like what the fuck it just didn't happen <laughs> you write a book about the Bible and then you just do some bible biblical shit, you know. So anyway, kills his own son, which is like a mutant monster like that. His wife uh asked to hold her son, so he breaks her neck. <laughs> like what the fuck? So since the car hadn't exploded yet, he puts his dead son and his dead wife in the car, lays next to them and lights a match to you know, kill everybody at the same time. It's like a murder suicide. But he gets blown away from the car where everybody else dies, so he doesn't die. He lives. He thinks it's divine intervention. So, but then for years he, he's wondering like, why did I, uh, why did I have a mutant son? Why did I have a monster son? Did, did I do evil in my life to, you know, have a son like that? You know. But then he started thinking. Then I talked to God, and God talked back to me, and God told me that I'm not the evil one. My wife was the evil one, and that's why she gave birth to that evil mutant-looking monster shit like that. My path in life and what God is telling me to do is to get rid of these mutants. And because if because God and because I read the Bible and the Bible says God, man is made in God's image. And woman is from man. But nowhere in the Bible do I see anything about mutants. So if mutants are in the Bible and they're not made in God's image, they must be in the devil's image. And Professor X, and he's the leader of the mutants, he is the Antichrist. He was sent here to kill us, but I'm going to flip it on him. I'm going to make uh, Professor X, who's the Antichrist, and the mark of the beast, 666, turn on his own people. That's his evil plan, which is not too fucked up. I mean, it's pretty much the same plan in the movie, you know. So.
1: Well, But he's an asshole. He killed his wife and fucking son. And, in the name of the Lord, though. In the name of the Lord, Yeah. <laughs> 'Cause that all that that's always, you know, makes it right. That's
0: always justification, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, while the uh X Men uh are interrogating them and find out what's going on, it turns out that Kitty Pryde and I- Ileana got kidnapped uh while they while they were, you know, investigating. They got kidnapped by the purifiers. Um uh, and Kitty they and in striker sp- gave them specific orders to kill Kitty Pryde uh kitty pride managed to escape but even though she managed to escape she still got hit with like some nerve gas she's still kind of like dizzy and shit but still getting away and shit like that uh she's in the bronx and she runs away and runs into a a mexican gang i I guess the mexican let's say hispanic latino Uh,
1: yeah or something yeah latin
0: one of them's wearing a turban though i don't know what that is Uh, yeah where the fuck did the turban i I was thinking like is that was like a gang thing back in the 80s or something like uh, Mexican uh, gangs wore turbans i I don't know I don't think they uh, thought about it too much. Anyway, <laughs> so they, you know, hold down Kitty Pride and bitch, basically like, yeah, Kitty, we'll, we'll help. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll Chica, we'll help you. But when it's done, you're going to help us out. And, you know, and then when she say that, like the head purifier assassin, which is named Anne. She's called Anne. She's like this badass black widow looking like chick that just wears all green and shit like that. Uh, she shoots like the boss in the head. And then while she's getting into that, Kitty like slips away you know but then the other the rest of the Mexican gang rushes at and she's like "That bitch you kill jefe you know that's boston spanish uh thank you for my mexican uh friend that taught me a little espanol back in the day uh so they kill el jefe the rest of the uh uh, gang rushes at her we cut the next page she kills everybody because she's just that good but the thing is kitty got away kitty got away and she's still in the bronx she finds the bodega now, this part is pretty cool. So she finds a bodega, finds a payphone. That's let like, you know this is in the 80s. So she uses her phasing powers, her mutant phasing powers, to reach into the payphone, grab a shit uh, full of quarters, pulls them out, and starts putting quarters in so she can call the X-Men. She gets contact with Nightcrawler. She says, hey, I'm in a bodega in the Bronx on such-and-such Boulevard. Come get me. That's when the uh, purifiers show back up. She runs away, getting the train. They still run her down, but that's when the X-Men finally show up, you know, protecting shit like that, you know. And so uh they investigate some of the uh, purifiers that were still there they find out who's behind this stuff where everybody is going and what strikers main plan so they find iliana they rescue iliana and they rescue kitty prize so everybody's safe and shit like that so when it's all said and done like and magneto's fighting them the whole time like he's helping them out saving people shit like that so cyclops just oh cyclops and storm aren't dead Cy- uh, Professor X put him in like a near-death state to make them pre- appear to be dead. Magneto was able to like do some magnetic electric bullshit to bring him back with it like that. So they're not dead. So Cyclops waking back up, he's like, okay, the X-Men here. Why the fuck is Magneto here? Like, Magneto, why are you here? And Magneto breaks down his plan. Like, I'm here because I'm trying to recruit y'all. You know, basically, uh, these humans are fucking out of control. I mean, obviously y'all keep trying to save these humans, but they're trying to kill you. Hell, look at the humans, they're gonna kill themselves in a little while. If I take over and become the main guy, I'm gonna eliminate all this shit they're fucking. I'm gonna eliminate hunger, poverty, uh, you know, war, famine, all this shit will be gone if I'm in control. And you know, Cyclops is just like, Okay, so Professor uh Magneto, even if you do take over, even if you do control the world, what's gonna happen when you're gone? Who's gonna take over when you're gone? You're like, you. Like me. Yeah, you. That's what the X-Men afford. When I'm gone, I want you all to take over my legacy. That's why I'm here. I'm trying to recruit y'all because obviously your plan doesn't work. at Professor X, we don't even the fuck he is right now. You know, I'm here. So uh while they're doing that, that's when William Stryker. Now William Stryker has sold out Master Square Garden. You know. Uh apparently he was bigger than Eminem back in the 80s, you know. So he has everybody there, president, senators. Uh, the UN, every single wait. It's the 80s, so it's like three channels. All three channels are on him right now, broadcast live about what his plan and what he's going to do with mutant mutant kind. Um, he basically tells them that yeah, mutants are evil. Mutants don't need to be human. Uh, and the crowd just eating this shit up. Everybody eating up except like the two, you know, police the police officers that are there. It's like okay, this is like really fucked up. This dude is just saying hate speech. He's xenophobic. He's racist uh that preacher scares me yeah yeah he's bigoted yeah i mean basically everything he's saying because he's really fucked up you know uh but but the crowd is eating it up so everything he's saying they're just getting more and more just round up and shit like that uh meanwhile he has professor x in the basement of the massacre garden uh he's built a like a simulated cerebral thing like that so, uh to put uh, a, a Professor X in it because he got Professor X so drugged up that Professor X would do anything that Stryker says. So he puts him in a cerebral machine and he basically put him, like anybody in a nearby area of the Mass Square Garden or on that street. If they're a mutant, kill them. That's basically what happens. Um meanwhile, the X-Men is just like, Well, how do we fight, you know, Stryker? Like, he's not like a regular, you know, super villain shit like that. Like those oh, we just punch in the face. Meanwhile, Stryker is a Man of God, he's a celebrity. He's on TV in the Masquerade Garden right now. He wants us to come there and fight him so we can be be exactly what he says he is. So we can't do that because if we do that, we're gonna like the bad guy. Uh speaking of bad guys, where's Magneto? Turns out Magneto is right there in the Masquerade Garden looking right at Stryker. You know. Uh Stryker was expecting Magneto to show up and he starts quoting another Bible verse. I didn't have a chance to write that down, but I do recognize that it. it's from Revelation. It's basically about but the uh the tailed beast the number the
1: of the beast all that shit yeah revelation
0: yeah. whatever yeah yeah and they saw the beast and they worship the beast like that basically he's saying that magneto is the beast of revelation you know um uh, but he's ready for him so he makes professor x blast a psychic blast at magneto fucks magneto up magneto starts realizing like oh shit uh i've been hit by you know charles blast before but never like that before so obviously charles has been holding back when he's been fighting me but now he just since he doesn't have any restraints, he's just letting loose. So he's fucked up the crowd because you know Striker has them so riled up they're just ready to just kill just any mutant they see. Magneto can't protect himself, so those two cops stand in front of Magneto like, hold up, y'all are not about to kill this dude right now. Uh, uh-uh, y'all can't do that. Uh, while they're doing that, while they're distracted, uh, Striker flips the switch. And Professor X starts doing his mind blast to anybody like around in the Madison Square Garden area. So every mutant starts getting fucked up, start bleeding from the nose, bleeding from the eyes like that. Meanwhile, um, some people in the crowd start getting fucked up, like one of the senators start getting fucked up because he's a closeted mutant. They didn't tell anybody. So he's dying from the shit. Uh, the X-Men find out what's going on. They know exactly Professor X is. They're like, but we got to get there we, because if we don't. They're going to start killing mutants left and right. Matter of fact, we're getting fucked up, so we gotta stop him. We don't have a chance. So the X Men go to the basement of Masquerade Garden. They find some more purifiers. They struggle to get past purifiers because they're getting the closer they get to Professor X, the weaker they're getting because he's killing all music like like that. Uh, and and Wolverine's just like, look, we gotta do this my way because we don't. Professor's gonna kill all of us. And I like, do it. So Nightcrawler takes Wolverine. Teleports him right on top of Professor X. Wolverine pulls his claws out and about to stick him right in Professor X's skull. Uh, before he do that, Professor X blasts them away. While they're doing that, at the same time, Cyclops uses his uh, red beam to like ricochet off some walls like that and punch, you know, Cyclops, uh, Professor X in the face, knocks him out. So Professor X is is okay. Uh, and then while they're doing that, Cyclops like blasts the machines like that. So so that's done. And Wolverine's like, uh, Cyclops, were you, was that your plan? You're like, yeah, that was part of my plan. Because I knew that even though Professor X trained us, he's not really, you know, that good in the field like we are. So I knew he couldn't handle a tank at the same time. So I knew either you were going to get to him, Wolverine, or I was going to get to him, one or the other. Uh, Wolverine, like, yeah, but if I would have got to him, I would have killed him. You're like, yeah, but that's, how, that's why I had to make sure I didn't miss, you know. So the X-Men is just like, okay, so the machine's down. We got Professor X. Let me just yeah. leave. The Cyclops was like, nah, we can't leave. Uh, that asshole is still up there right now, still speaking hate speech about us. We got to end this right now. But we can't fight him. We got to beat him on his own terms. So they go to the top of the Mass Square Garden, you know, right there, you know, on TV and stuff like that. And they basically said, look, we're going to get into a debate with this right now. You know, uh, we're not going to fight you, but we're going to say our, our part of this part. And we're going to say what we have going on right now. And, you know, Cyclops basically says his part that, look, we're, we're humans. Yes, we are exceptional. We have special powers. We have a special exchange like that. But at the end of the day, we're still human. We're no different from a, a surgeon at the top of his field or LeBron James or anything like that. We, we're still human. We just can do other shit humans can't do. And Strike is just like, oh, is that thing a human? And he points at Nightcrawler, you know, looking like that. There's no fucking way that thing is human. That, you know, that's the, the special panel that everybody said looked like Mike Pence. You
1: know, <laughs> point <of> at <laughs> Nightcrawler. So
0: that's him. And and Kitty Pryde just like, uh, yeah, okay. So he looks like a demon, but guess what? He's more human than you are. You're the real monster here. And uh, he's matter- a fact- too, right? He's a, a Christian. Even you know, uh, he, hell, he's a preacher. Yeah. I think in the comics now, you know. And Kitty Pryde is like, look, if I have to choose between your God and my friend, I'm choosing my friend and that's when strike a he's like you blasphemous bitch you know just pulls a gun out of nowhere like how you sneak a gun in a massacre garden you know pulls a gun aims at the x-men the x-men just look at him like really dude like with the x-men you know uh but before he can pull the trigger on them he gets shot by one of the policemen you know and the policeman just like like uh why'd you shoot you know their preacher like he he pulled his gun on a on a 16-year-old girl of course, we had to shoot him. We had to take him down. He was a threat, you know. So they put Stry- striker doesn't die. They put him in handcuffs. <clears throat> and they take him to jail. They're like, well, what are you going to do with the X-Men? The X-Men didn't do shit. They were just here. I mean, so they could just leave. So X-Men just go home. They yeah. leave. uh Strike goes luck. to jail. Good luck.
1: They'll need it or something like that. Oh, you said what now? They said, yeah, th- good luck to them. They'll go-
0: they're going to need it. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. basically. Uh, and then, like, when it just, X Mansion, now we, Magneto's there chilling with them. And Magneto's just like, okay, remember that conversation we had earlier? So, so what y'all going to do? I mean, because Charles, come on. You saw what the fuck they did. These dudes are evil. Even though we took down Stryker, Stryker planted a seed. Because a lot of people think that striker was on the right path he just went about it the wrong way so even though we took down striker some is gonna pop up even more you know fanatical than striker and come after us so your plan doesn't work charles flat out and charles is like you know what magnus uh eric or whatever your name is yeah you're right and x is like wait what yeah i mean he's right i mean magneto is right that's the whole point because they broke me they're just gonna keep coming after us so I can't do this anymore. I'm done. I tell you what, y'all go with Magneto. <laughs> They're like, wait, what? <clears throat> so they don't want to join Magneto. Uh, Cyclops basically is like, look, Professor X, you, see, you recruited us because you put us on this path. You wanted us to become X-Men because you had a dream about one day that we can join the human race and they look at us as, as regular people. Instead of like monsters and mutants and abomination shit like that. And just because you're giving up on the path don't mean that we will. And then that's when Professor starts crying. He was like, oh, damn, this, you know, my, my dream is living on through, through my students, you know. And Manita's like, all oh, you motherfuckers are crazy. All of y'all are stupid as fuck. You know what? I was upset about mutant deaths going on right now, but I don't give a shit what the humans do to any of you from now on. And they were like, well, prof- uh, Professor X might, you know, turn the humans around. He was like, yeah, I hope he does, because if he doesn't, it's going to be my turn. And Manita just flies the fuck off. And the X-Men sit on the patio, and hug it out, the end. Yeah. So overall, I don't think the book had any continuity bearing on anything other than the uh, creation of William Stryker, who does pop up later on and does other weird shit and stuff like that. But other than that, there's no continuity on it. This is a one-shot story, in and out, a story that Claremont wanted to tell. And he said he wanted to tell it here because he couldn't do it in the regular book you know the the content of the story they were telling where basically the x-men fight the bible you know you really can't do that in a regular continuity story you know um Eli, i know I talked a lot about but what would you what you think about the story overall
1: um it was very interesting um it was it talked about a lot of
0: relevant issues that i
1: think we still struggle with um Mm -hmm. shit that's going on right like over the fucking weekend, I think. You know <laughs> right. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, uh people using their religious beliefs to justify, you know, uh justify their bigotry, essentially. Is what right. it is. Um so yeah, I think it it's it 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 deals with a lot it's, of it's like
0: said they're weaponizing the Bible.
1: Yes, basically yes. Religious fanatics. Um and I'm not just talking about Christians as religious fanatics in every religion, but, but, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, we, we see a lot of that. So that that it's a, it's a timeless issue, a uh, very relevant issue that we still deal with. Uh, I thought it tackled those issues pretty well, um, storytelling wise. I thought it, I thought it was just another X Men comic to me. Uh, how I think of all X Men comics, they're kind of lot lot going on. Lot, yep. Very convoluted the, the characters I want That I really want to interest That I'm interested in They're not there that much <laughs> You know Like I want to I want to spend more time With Wolverine And Nightcrawler And you know And Magneto that, and, and that's
0: the thing Like in most of the X-Men books Like Wolverine Is not really like there He's not like in the movies Where he's just like Hugh Jackman and everybody else He's just There Yeah You know
1: But or, like Nightcrawler Like you know I think that's I wish they would have like, Explored Nightcrawler a lot more in this story because he is re- religious
0: well see um, that's the thing i don't think like the, the religious aspect of nightcrawler came about until like later on in his stories i think around then they wasn't really putting that religious aspect on him at the time
1: yeah because most of most of the story is centered around kitty pride running through the hood and you know kind of a <laughs>
0: they don't bring up kitty Pride's, you know uh because she, she's jewish yeah they don't really bring that up at all in the story. you think that would have a clash in there, you know, Christianity versus Judaism, but they don't really go there.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it had some really strong
0: scenes. Or like, even Magneto's Judaism.
1: Yeah. Uh, it it, it bege- Like, that beginning scene, I was like, holy shit, that's fucked up. And right. And then it kind of got away from that. It kind of, like, meandered. Like, all oh, like, yeah, it kind of meandered and, you know, uh, got a little convoluted. But, you know, the point of the story was fine, you know. Uh, You know, I I thought it was very interesting And raised a lot of good points But yeah, it it was to me But it still was another X-Men book to me
0: Kind of go with you on that one Uh, I do want to bring up that they did make a sequel to this story Uh, Was written by Claremont I think it came out like around 2002 In the extreme X-Men story It was called God Loves, Man Kills 2 Story clearly sucks I don't know what happened (laughs) to it Striker shows up I think he becomes a robot or some shit I don't know, whatever Oh, Lady Deathstrike does show up and she is like his sidekick just like in the movie. So, that's a thing? Oh, really? Yeah. It's it's not what we're talking about. Okay. It's yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, cuz I I don't remember like I didn't really I didn't like those movies. I like like the first those first few X-Men movies, the Bryan Singer movies. I like X1. I th- I thought X2 was okay, but I I just wasn't into. It. So, I haven't seen uh, those movies in forever.
0: Well, the the meat of the plot of X two is is right from this book.
1: I remember so. Stryker being like a general. Yeah, um, I remember Stryker showing up in a few more movies, but like by different actors and stuff.
0: But he was the like guy that, he, you know, like look like Stifler, but not Stifler.
1: Yeah, he's He's always like, a, yeah, he's always a military. He was in. A, I, I watched uh, Days of Future Past the other day, and um, yeah, and he's in that as a military guy because Yeah, like, possible,
0: but he's he's younger in there, and shit yeah, like that. Yeah,
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. So. Yeah, but it, it, I just wish that well, – I, I don't say I would have wished they went there because, like I said, these are Hollywood movies. So they're not going to really touch religion in those movies like that. But I do like to hear how pretty much, you know, because uh, – like I said, we look at these now in the underclass let, – let's use this like homosexuality, things like yeah. that. Because there are plenty of verses in the Bibles, particularly uh, pertaining to homosexuality, also, and the same thing saying about the mutants. They say about gays, and they're also in the Bible. You know, people pretty much justify that there, also.
1: And this was uh, during the eighties, so like the, the AIDS epidemic had just started, and yep, yeah. uh, there was there was a lot of that backlash against towards the gay community,
0: the disco era, yeah. Which, so yeah.
1: that I think this is probably, you know. It came out during a, 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 you know, a racially bigoted, charged time, you know, because that, that was yeah, and, going on in New York. And, and also,
0: yeah. this is the time when televangelists were, like, really, really popping up. Uh, yep. Um,
1: Jimmy Baker. Billy Graham.
0: Jimmy Swagger. Yeah. You know, what's the dude from the 700 Club? That, oh, Pat Robertson
1: or whatever the fuck. Pat Robertson, yeah. like
0: that. So that's when they were, like, really getting started like that. And they were just, you know, and they, they were really, really, really right wing. They were all right wing. Yeah you know yeah. so don't anything and, against that they were condemning it you know
1: yeah and you get you got the president at the madison square garden you know watching watching uh, uh striker give his speech right. and he's and like they this asked guy... him,
2: like
0: what do you think about the things he's saying he doesn't say anything so obviously if he's that big and the president's there obviously the president is approving of it
1: yeah he's like well this guy's got a lot of clout and he can sway a lot of voters and it's that that whole blurring of you know the separation of church and state it doesn't seem to it doesn't seem to you know uh matter to them they don't care that you know they're using god and religion to you know influence government you know that that's right. that's you know you see that a lot of like oh i'll i'm gonna joke i'm gonna vote for george bush because he's a christian you know right or i
0: donald <laughs> right. trump because he's a christian like really?
1: yeah or <laughs> claims to be a christian yeah you see that right. you see
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know and 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 just how easily persuaded people are, because yeah, use exploiting real, people's beliefs is what it is to further right. their political power and influence and wealth.
2: And that's um, the
0: thing. Like, do you think that you know Striker actually believed the stuff he was saying, or was he just saying? Because let's be honest, a lot of these televangelists like really really preachers, like you got these preachers saying right now on TV saying they have the cure for Corona. Yeah. Or, no, and damn well they don't. Yeah. You know, sending... a preacher died last week. From Corona.
1: Send me, send me a bunch of, send me your stimulus check and you'll be saved. Like, these, these motherfuckers right, out there right. selling, yeah. Selling, right. <laughs> selling this, this shit. And these motherfuckers will believe them. And it's, it's fucking, not only is it sad, it's fucking scary, you know? And that's right. why seeing, you know, what was going on this weekend because of the protesters, you know, protesting the quarantine and the rhetoric that they're spouting freedom is essential you know god uh, god is my protector and was going to protect me like oh my god and a lot of this shit was in minnesota i'm so fucking ashamed to be from minnesota right now because if you look at all those news programs that are used that are showing all the protesters and all their dumbest quotes they're all from the minnesota protests wow (laughs) and it's like these stupid fuckers are just you know just blindly believing and using their religion as an excuse to you know spout their bigotry, spout their rhetoric about freedom and don't tread on me and you know I you know you you're make you're making me sit in a prison you're you're confining me into a prison. You know, in my lavish suburban home, (laughs) watching Netflix and playing video games all fucking day.
0: (laughs) Oh, what was me? (laughs) My
1: freedom is being, yeah, my my freedom is being tarnished. (laughs) You know, they're so full of shit. But yeah, it's just like them using their religion to justify bigotry, justify violence, justify genocide. That's what they've always done. You know, genocide, slavery. They all, that was all their justification for everything you know the right the, con- the manifest destiny the the genocide of the american indians was was all in the name of god slavery was legal because god said they they could have slaves <laughs> right shit, you know so like yeah religion is like always being used for fucked up fucking purpose. <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah so i mean honestly i appreciate them for tackling a sensitive subject like this and i think they did a good job of doing it i don't think they took it as far as they could have i think they were scared to take it as far as they could have just the fact that they even went there they feel like they pat themselves on the back you know yeah, yeah. like i said i know you say this is like a typical x-men story and some of it is but i, I think they wanted to tell a more you know uh, elaborate you know more adult x-men story yeah, as I, much as they could within the conference of what they were doing
1: yeah i commend them for tackling such a strong subject like the the, yeah. the, the themes and ideas and the, the the social political commentary going on was all there it was all I, that was the most interesting part of the book it's just yeah i'm not a fan of the x-men to give a shit about you know kitty pride and Ileana hiding in the trunk of a
0: car you know <laughs> <laughs> right. but but the thing but like this type of subject matter is tailor-made for the x-men <laughs> like i can't think of any other superhero that you could tackle a story of religion because like i said they call themselves the children of the atom yeah. you know uh god's plants yeah. like that i think for for what the story trying to tell i think it it, it fits them yeah
1: and you x-men know, are all, yeah. yeah x-men are always the the you know the allegory for my for minorities for the outcasts the you know, yeah. In in this case, it's they're are probably gay. They're probably referencing the gay community. They're a, a metaphor for the gay community in this in this epi- or episode. In this
0: right. Movie. I mean, they, like yeah. the the main bad guy of the story is a preacher. You yeah. Know? <laughs> it saying says that, a lot.
1: Saying that, yeah, that their existence doesn't exist. The Bible, you know, says they're evil and all that shit, and they're godless heathens. <laughs> <laughs> you know.
0: Stone them uh, to death. Now, <laughs> now, now, here's here's my like I said, you gave your opinion on on the overall story. I'm gonna give my opinion on the overall story. Honestly, I think this is probably as far as what Chris Chris Claremont has done. I do think this is his best story. Okay. However, I will say this: I think the art, in my opinion, is kind of subpar. It was, for the level of story they were trying to tell. It
1: was different. It was like a lot, like because I remember cause I, was, I was I remember the comics. Is this is what early '80s. Yeah, you know, I was. It doesn't look like shit from back then. It looks like a very different art style.
0: You know? it, it does, but it didn't. It didn't just jump off the page. It didn't grab you. Here is the thing. Here is the thing. Now, like I said, I look at the back of the book also and find out some more details about it. Uh, actually, that guy was supposed to be uh, Brent Anderson. I think his name is. He wasn't the original artist for this book.
2: Oh the
1: yeah, original, I saw that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the original artist for this book was Neil Adams. Yeah. Now. I know people think I have an issue with Neil Adams. I don't. I love him, Adams. I just say he's a dick in person. That's all I said. But as far as art, you know, he's a, he's a genius. He's a comic legend, you know. So originally, I think the story, like, you know, where they killed the black kids at the beginning of the story, I think at the beginning of the story, actually, what they wanted to do was make it non continuity and kill Magneto. Because in those six books and those six pages that Neil Adams drew, Magneto dies in, in that thing. And then Professor X gets the alert to make him die, and that kicks off the story of what we go to next, you know. No. Uh, but I think Neil Adams got into an issue with Marvel at times like that. They put him off the book, and he just found a guy. Like, you want to draw a classic X-Men story that's going to last 30 years? Sure, okay, you know. So I think they, when they just found it's a substitute guy to just fill in for the book, I think that the type of story they're trying to tell doesn't add up to the same level. Like, it, it, it's, it's, it's good. It's okay. It's not bad. But I mean, let's take let's take Watchmen for instance. Like I said, we're talking about graphic novels. Let's talk about Watchmen. Let's talk about The Dark Knight Return. Those the artwork in those books are, are striking. Dave Gibbons, you know, made a masterpiece with Watchmen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every single panel in there, it just jumps at you, just grabs you, you know. And that's what elevated book Nine, not to say that Alan Moore didn't Alan Moore didn't pull his weight. His writing was awesome, but that art just grabs you. Uh, the Dark Knight Return, you see that dark and gritty artwork of it just yeah. grabs you. But the art in this one, other than Mike Pence panel,
2: no one <laughs> really cares.
0: You know, uh, the Dead Black Kids, that was fucked up at the beginning. But other than that, it does feel like a a subpart X-Men book. I don't even think the art was as good as an, uh, the regular X-Men book at the time. You know, it's like they just got a guy. And I'm just like, if you're trying to make one of the cinema X-Men stories of all time, you needed a better guy on there. But it is what it is. You got what you got. That's all. I think they just wanna just crank some shit out. Personally. This is my favorite X-Men story of all time. What was John I think it's Romita Sr. Than... doing at the time? Was he uh, no, no, no. John Romita Jr. was on the book at the time.
1: Oh, what was his dad doing?
0: Uh, Spider-Man some shit. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but like I said, I think this is better than The Dark Phoenix. I think it's better than Days Future Past. Uh, Eli, if I was to recommend one x-men book to somebody yeah this would be the book
1: i i agree because i like this better than the one with magneto in space the one we read
0: the jim lee i mean that was that was some bullshit that was really jim lee
1: yeah
0: or you know x-porn or whatever yeah
1: it was just jim lee relaunching the franchise and
0: you know and and um, claremont was pretty much just putting a pen on his book and he really he's about to clock out i'm gonna just write some shit it really
1: wasn't a relaunch of the franchise it was just the same old shit you know you still had to know what was going on
0: yeah you you just can't jump in the book and just like oh yeah man you know it was a baby okay if you
1: were (laughs) if you were a new reader you still like what the fuck
0: (laughs) right so you still be lost in that one so but yeah over all x-men stories uh what was that uh all new all different the 1971 cool book but if i was just if somebody would have come to me and say give me one x-men book to read it would be this book
1: and yeah over dark phoenix this, this 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 seems like the overall theme of what the X-Men have always what what Marvel was trying to say with the X-Men... or Chris Claremont was trying to say with the X-Men.
0: Right. It sums it up right here in the 80-page story this yeah. we're trying to say get in get out this everything you need to know they you know uh and, and, you know, the funny thing about it, let's compare this to Hickman's run right now. That's another thing. Like, we're doing these time capsules with the X-Men story with the X-Men, like what everybody knows of the X-Men. Like, you see this book, it reminds you what the X-Men are. Hickman, on the other hand, is turning what we know of the X-Men on his ear. Now, the X-Men in this book want to be known as human. They, they see themselves as people. In Hickman's run now, they don't consider themselves people. They don't want to be considered people. They yeah. all consider because you can see it when they talk about other people, they call them humans. What do the humans think? They never said that back in the eighties when Chris Kramer was writing the book, but now they don't consider themselves human anymore. They consider themselves above humans. Yeah. I think that's pretty interesting. Like they've evolved themselves past what's known, and it's not just Magneto. They all think that Cyclops, yeah. Wolverine, Professor X, Jean Grey, whatever. You know,
1: they got their own color, or they got their own They got their own
0: nation. You know, their like own nation. they, could, <laughs> yeah. right? They think completely different. So it's. It's it's funny to look at okay what the X-Men used to be versus what they are now. It's an evolution. Hickman has made a uh progressive, gradual evolution of Claremont's work into what they eventually would have been, what they're eventually gonna be. You know. Uh, like you said, in this book we have Professor X doubting does his dream works, and it kicks and runs you're like, Yeah, that shit don't work. Fuck it. Make yeah. you know, let's let's, let's team let's, up new yeah, shit.
1: Yeah, let's get let's let's go buy our own island fuck this shit right <laughs> <laughs> fuck this planet <laughs> right
0: <laughs> so it, it's it's just interesting that's all so that's why i can't not, that's the reason i can't put it in the watchmen and dark knight returns category it's not there Um uh, mainly because of the artwork and because it does still it's so many x-men tropes that they have to adhere to
1: yeah yeah like you i know. said kitty pride running around in the hood you know, running into the Warriors.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's who I thought it was, and hey, you know they—that's who they were. They're <laughs> my like ripoff movies all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh shit. Yeah. I think we talked enough about uh, X Men in general. Period.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two the, the, weeks in a row. Works. How many weeks in a row now?
0: Three. That's all we've talked about. Is X-Men. X-Men, X-Men. That's it. We're done with X-Men. If y'all wanna hear some more X-Men, go listen to somebody else. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, hell, there's nothing else to do. What, what other X-Men are there books to do? Uh yeah, I don't know. Man. I don't want to do Dark Phoenix because you can't do that in a in one podcast. You can't.
1: The Age of it's Apocalypse like, is like a fucking two
0: thousand pages long. No, i will be honest with you. Age Apocalypse sucked. I don't care what anybody says. That book <laughs> sucked.
1: I didn't even make. I tried to I I attempted to read that shit and I was like, I don't fucking care. This is like this is like a this is this is like a Bible, reading the Bible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Chapter two, <laughs> the Book of Magneto. Yeah. yeah
1: verse 17.
0: <laughs> like, yeah. So nah, honestly, once Claremont left the book, the X-Men kind of went to shit after that. They just start cranking out. Like that Omega Red shit we read pretty much the rest of the decade was that. Omega Rams. Yeah. So or or shit of that nature. So um uh, yeah. Like I said, we we we've talked about X-Men long enough. We're gonna go to some other shit next week. We don't know what we can do. We I think we have an inkling what we might do, but we'll talk about it and see from there. Um if you listen this long, definitely like, subscribe. Uh listen to Eli's other 10 podcasts he has on the network. You know, <laughs> he wants to be the hardest working man. He's coming for you, boogie. He's coming for the crown. Uh <laughs> uh listen to comic cast uh listen to also this geeks and comics with gomer uh instrument destruction with gomer shit gomer's coming for you guys i mean he runs the website of course he's gonna come for you guys so he did like uh, an
1: x-men like live stream the other night Mm -hmm. Invi- yeah, invited like, us. all of a
0: sudden with like uh triple six, whatever guy's name is. Yeah, and...
1: he invited you, but you didn't go, man. Or You didn't go show up. I was at
0: work. It was. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk X Men. I was in like the comments and shit like that, but I couldn't be there, you know. Uh, but you I, know. I,
1: I don't know shit about X Men. I don't want to talk X Men. I mean, I...
0: <laughs> I mean, but you've been talking X Men for the last three. Honestly, Eli, this has been a test. This has been an test. I like. I know Eli hates the fucking X Men. <laughs> Can I get him <laughs> to turn a little bit over to the X Men? We get to the third. Third book it got a little bit killed, with I think is the best book, work they've ever done. He's like, nope.
1: It all it started out. It almost it almost had me. It started out good, and then we got to that chapter or the second issue or the third issue, yeah. and I'm like, okay, uh, let's, <laughs> let's get back to it. Ma- I want to see Magneto kick ass. <laughs> That's why when he showed up at the end on the subway and he picks up the subway train, I'm like, fuck yeah,
0: <laughs> like finally. This we- right if you see some x-men shit go there, they shoot them and shit like that you're like, like bullets don't work on me yeah. dude right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm the master of magnetism and all that shit like that uh what podcast we got uh get valiant uh hoodoo tv okay uh, boomer okay boomer we got so many other podcasts i I can't remember all this shit it's it's another one keep popping up all the time so just just check them out they're all there outright keep uh, yeah. Oh, and my video game stream that I may or may not do until Gomez shuts me down. We'll see. <laughs> I may just sit there and just play Tekken with Eli all day. What's that?
1: What's that <laughs> called?
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't need a name for the podcast. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, it's not a podcast. We'll see what we do with that show. Uh, next week, we'll do some other shit, and we'll see you go from there. Until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. we talk to you guys next week. Same bully time, same bully channel.
2: won't be in bondage to any man, John 8-3-3 We did the descendants of Abraham, ye yeah, shall be made free John 8-3-6, to whom the Son said... And make up, even with the bitter cup, forgave my brothers a drink up. Did everything but gave up. Stabbed my back, I can't front. Still we win, we prayed up. Even when we die, we raise up. Ain't no want no we need it. The piles of beat have been greedy. We need ours by this evening. No white flag or no treaty. We got the product, we got the tools, we got the minds, we got the youth. We going wild, we on the loose, people is lying, we are the truth. Everything old should now become new. The leaves will be green, bearing the fruit. Love God and our neighbor as written in Luke. The army of God and we are the truth. <laughs> Just don't let me